Hey, cashiers. We Have the Receipts podcast is coming at you live from Netflix is a Joke Fest in Los Angeles. Chris, are you kidding? No, Netflix is a joke, Courtney, but this is not one of them. Our listeners in LA have the chance to join us for a live recording of our podcast, We Have the Receipts, hosted by me, Chris Burns. And me, Courtney Revolution. Join us and a few surprise guests from your favorite Netflix reality shows on Saturday, May 4th at 1 p.m. at a secret location in Hollywood. To be announced. Get your tickets for the We Have the Receipts live show at todoom.com slash W-H-T-R. That's todoom, T-U-D-U-M dot com slash W-H-T-R. Tickets are limited. If you can't make it to the show, we still want to hear your beautiful voice. Leave us a message at speakpipe.com slash We Have the Receipts. You may even hear your own voice on the show. Grab a ticket at todoom.com slash W-H-T-R. And we'll see you on May 4th in Los Angeles. Bye, cashiers. So we got married. We stayed at home for the next year like everybody else. I couldn't go on the road and do my job, which was really weird. And now that I'm back on the road, I do not take it for granted anymore. It is such a beautiful thing to come out and make people laugh and to add some sort of levity to the world. I love Chicago. I love coming here. It's one of my favorite cities. There was only one city on this tour I was nervous to go back to, and that was Des Moines. Because <laughs> last time I was there, it was in the middle of winter, and I forgot that in the Midwest, when it is wintertime and people are freezing, they get hammered. <laughs> hammered. It is too cold to go outside. There is nothing else to do. So I get to the venue, and girls are coming out of the bathroom like this. <laughs> There's toilet paper on the bottom of their shoes. It is 7 p.m. That is where we are starting this night. So I get out on stage, and they are just wanting to party. They are sending shot after shot. And I like drinks, but my vice is milkshakes, so I'm good. <laughs> and they keep wanting me to drink fireball whiskey. They love fireball whiskey. I think it tastes like a bottle of gasoline with a stick of big red chewing gum plopped in the middle. <laughs> I'm like, I'm good. They're like, what? She doesn't like fireball. She doesn't like fireball. Shit, they cannot fathom this information. So now as an audience, they only care about trying to figure out what drink to send me next. So they're like, all right, okay, she doesn't like fireball. All right, oh, vodka. Yeah, send it, send it. All these vodka cranberries start coming to the stage. I'm like, I'm not really a vodka person. They're like, what? Ugh, she don't like vodka. Shit, she don't like vodka. All right, oh, beer, yeah, send it. All these beers start coming to the stage. I'm like, I never acquired a taste for it. They're like, well, that's surprising. <laughs> I know I look like somebody that would pound a beer, take the can and crush it on my forehead <laughs> and still recycle. I'm now taking these drinks they passed up. I'm passing it back out to them. I am only making them drunker. They go, please, for the love of God, tell us what you drink. You cannot leave Iowa without having a drink with us. I'm like, that's a weird rule, but all right. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a drink that's going to take a while to make because then I can do my job, tell some jokes. I go, a sangria. <laughs> I forgot where it was. I was like, all right, an old-fashioned. I assume they've got to find a mixologist with a little mustache. 
He's got a freezer large ice cube, bitters, slicing orange. It'll take a while. Two minutes later, these gorgeous old fashions show up. I'm like, all right, fine. All right, this is going to make you happy. I grab this drink that's meant to be sipped, and I just, ooh, down the gullet. <sighs> they are so pumped. You would think I had just competed in a decathlon. <laughs> so they're having a good time. We get back into the show. We're laughing. The show's great. A little bit later on, they start getting restless again. I'm like, what now? I look back, and there's this older woman trying to make her way through the crowd. She's got short, spiky gray hair. She's got this worn face like she has seen some shit. <laughs> she's got a leather vest on. I assume she's got a dream catcher in her car. <laughs> she's walking very confidently towards the stage. And she lands right there at the end of the stage. And I look, and I see that she is holding a Smirnoff ice. And she looks at me and she goes, hey, my name's Linda, and you are about to get iced. <laughs> I grabbed this Smirnoff ice and I said, what time capsule did you dig this out of? <laughs> Thinking the whole crowd would agree. They start chanting, iced, 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 iced. They are relentless. I'm like, what is iced? I have no idea what they are talking about. This very sweet Midwestern woman stands up. She goes, getting iced is when you get down on your knees, you take that bottle of Smirnoff ice, you drink that whole bottle all in one gulp, and that is getting iced. <laughs> I'm not getting on my knees and drinking a Smirnoff ice. The whole room yells, those are the rules. I'm like, I am a grown woman, professional comedian, Linda yells, get on your knees. You are getting iced. So I got on my knee. This would have come in handy during my proposal. <laughs> and I start chugging this god-awful Smirnoff ice. Like, ah! This malt liquor bullshit's falling down my face. It's all sticky and gross. It's ruining my perfectly good cardigan. The they're just going nuts. The audience is going nuts. I'm like, ah! I finally finished this drink. Mmm. And I stand up, and something about that old-fashioned <laughs> and that Smirnoff ice and that low gravity <laughs> did not mix. I am immediately seeing double. I don't finish my set. I don't say goodnight. I just look at the crowd, and I said, you did this, and I left. <laughs> Pass
passed out backstage. I come to like two hours later in the promoter's car. I'm waking up, I'm like, how did I get here? She said, well, three very large security guards had to carry you outside. I'm like, I did not ask that. And it could have been done with two. I said, no, what happened? She said, well, you got iced. I don't know if it was that, if it was the mix of the two alcohols. I said, get me out of the mine. She goes to start the car and it will not start. I'm like, oh my gosh, I am not getting stuck in Des Moines. It's freezing cold, it's late at night, there's no Ubers, my plane's leaving soon, people are icing me. I'm just ready to leave and I hear the doors burst open to the club. I look over, here comes Linda. She saddles up to the car. What's up, ladies? I'm like, hey, Linda. I'm trying not to make eye contact with her because I don't know what kind of powers that dream catcher has. I said, hey, Linda, uh, our car won't start, but we're good. We got it. Thank you for coming. Good night. She took a look at me. She goes, gives me a wink. Walks to the back of the car, opens up that gas tank. <laughs> spit in the gas tank and I got the heck out of Des Moines. Watch Fortune Feimster. Good Fortune, only on Netflix.